Hello everyone, this is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater. Welcome to Season 2 of the Half Hour Audio Hour. Today we are featuring an interview with the Director of WAG, Sophie Flack. We hope you enjoy. Sophie, first off, thank you very much for coming back and doing this. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me back. I've really enjoyed it. So what is it that made you want to direct? Um, I mean, I've always kind of done it, really, ever since I was at school um, and we used to have drama festivals and I'd kind of put plays together and direct my friends in them and be in them. I think the thing I love about directing is that you sort of get to sort of shape the whole story um, and that you get to kind of bring the whole team together. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's like one of the great pleasures for me is working with talented people and kind of getting everyone's opinions and listening to everyone and then kind of bringing the best out of everyone and, and shaping everyone in the same direction so that everyone's kind of on the same page and it part of the same story. Excellent. Excellent. And what drew you to this project? I just really love the script. I mean, I'm actually a big football fan. Um, so I was kind of really on board with it and really rooting for these guys. And I thought it was hilarious, especially when I, I messaged Victoria and found out that it's actually a true story. I thought it was amazing. Um, and I just thought it was really funny, just really good writing, um, like just really entertaining. But also quite moving, you know, um, I think we it's it's obviously funny, but also we really feel quite touched by these guys and what they achieve. I would agree with that. I mean, I think that's one of the really uh, lovely things about the the show. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about it when I read it. Um, now, you directed Guilty Moss for the half hour audio hour last year. Um, tell me, what are some of the things that you enjoy about directing? audio drama? Uh, I think the thing I love about audio drama is that it's really intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the one hand, it's sort of quite expansive and imaginative and you can kind of go anywhere and be anywhere and you can make great leaps emotionally and scene changes wise without, you know, if you're doing theatre or film, you have to kind of visually show that and manage mm-hmm. that. Um, whereas you're not restricted by that from an audio point of view so you can you know go anywhere and do anything um but at the same time so on the one hand you can kind of go crazy but at the same time actually there's something very real and truthful I think about audio and about listening to people's voices mm-hmm. and you can kind of hear it when the actors aren't connected to the truth or aren't connected to the story so it's kind of a real challenge as well I think to direct something that is real and truthful, but is also kind of big, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, that was actually the next part, which is what are some of the challenges about directing an audio drama as opposed to directing for stage or film? Mm. Well, because people only have their voices, every change that you make has to come with people's voices because Mm -hmm. the audience don't have anything to see to excite or distract them. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes with audio dramas, you can hit a plateau, particularly because we've been recording separately, remotely. Like sometimes actors can get into a rhythm with their voices that can be a bit soporific in a way. So I think one of the great challenges for a, a kind of audio play is to play the change changes just through people's voices mm-hmm. so um to play the emotional changes um and also to play the sort of tension changes so um 
that's something I'm always saying to voice actors and to these guys as well, is that we need kind of more energy and think about how to kind of keep upping the stakes and upping the tension just in your mm-hmm. voice. Um, and also there are other interesting challenges, like when the, the characters are physically doing something, you need the the sound and the exertion to be in their voices um, as well. Right, without them actually doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, without any spoilers in the, in this show, you know, they're carrying a heavy object at one point. So we need mm-hmm. to hear that when they're saying their lines or they're eating something. So how do we get that across? Um, so those kind of challenges. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm going to ask you so the same question I asked them, which is, what do you think the future of audio drama is now that we're going back to more uh, in-person performance? I mean, I think there is a future. I think there'll be more of a future in a way because I think Mm -hmm. people got more into audio during lockdown um, because obviously there wasn't as much kind of film happening. All the theatres were closed. And I think also, you know, everyone's on their phones nowadays. Uh, Nowadays, my God, just turned into a grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. These kids. People these days always on their phones. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like that's how most people listen it's interesting because you know in the 40s and 50s families would have one wireless and they'd sort of gather around and listen to to the wireless and I think the kinds of radio shows that were made reflect that whereas now I mean some people do listen to audio drama on the radio but I think the majority of people are actually listening with headphones Mm -hmm. you know while they're commuting or whether you know going for a walk or doing the dishes or whatever so it's 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 slightly it's a more intimate experience um but also as I say like everyone has their phone attached to them all the time and like Sam was saying earlier people get bored quite quickly so people are always wanting to to engage with media so I think actually audio drama is going to kind of keep peaking and keep being popular well, we certainly hope so. <laughs> At least yeah, I, I yeah. do, because I really, I really love it. I really love this. I do too. Th- this particular medium. And I think something that I think is really admirable that you guys are doing, it's also a really great medium for new writers, you know, for people to kind of get their feet, to get stories out there and to find audiences kind of really quickly. I mean, it's still a difficult thing to do, but mm-hmm. it's not like you've got to raise, you know, one million to get your TV show made or, you know, however, well, it'd be more than that for a TV show, for a low budget film, for example, yeah. you know, whereas an audio drama is not as expensive to make, but can be just as entertaining. That's one thing that we actually discovered during the lockdown because we pulled together not only this podcast, but four serialized yeah, audio, yeah. audio dramas and Putting those all together cost roughly what we would have ended up spending on one live show. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, I, that's one of the, the the great things about it is you're absolutely right. It, it it costs significantly less to pull together something like that. Um, and now the 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 last question, which is, have you? Yeah. <laughs> ever tried to blag your way in somewhere you didn't belong? I'm quite bad at that, to be honest. I do it all the time. <laughs> no, until you try. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll try not to incriminate myself too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, change the names. 
yeah i mean we've kind of me and my friends have like gone backstage at quite a few places we've gone into like vip we've gone into vip areas all over Mm. the place we've sort of you know not in a weird stalker way i might add but you know we've kind of you know like film parties and stuff we've kind Mm. of got into some backstage areas like and just had some conversations with people it's all about just doing it with confidence and acting like you belong Mm um yeah i think have i said too much so so remember kids that's (laughs) if you want to get someplace you're not supposed to be just act like you should be there yeah Um, yeah 100 percent. but i mean it's it's all quite harmless isn't it you know and uh i think yeah yeah i'm i'm perhaps not gonna say anymore yeah i think (laughs) (laughs) and now we'll quit while we're ahead (laughs) sophie once again thank you so much for coming back and and directing another another uh episode for us it's really been uh wonderful it's always a, a, a pleasure to work with you and just thank you for for being part of this Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's a pleasure working with you guys. Um, yeah, yourself and Daniel and Victoria, everyone's been wonderful. So I'm, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I'm super excited to hear how this one turns out. We hope you enjoyed this interview with the director of Blag. Join us next month for Fairies by Adam Zudrich and directed by Colette Cullen. You can help us out in continuing this work by heading over to redcircle.com slash shows slash half dash hour dash audio dash hour where you can sponsor us through a one-time or recurring donation and become our partner in highlighting the voices and stories of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists. And head over to eclectic-theater.com to find out about our serialized audio dramas, Deep Shadows, Bloody Bay, Clusterfuck, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade. On behalf of myself and everyone here at EFCT, thanks for listening.